0: Hi, this is Dr. William Renner. Thank you for joining us in what we think is the best podcast in America on evidence-based medicine. I'm here with Dr. Alan Safty, the elected uh, president of the Ohio GI Society, chairman of the Deaconess uh, Hospital Gastroenterology Department, and well-known speaker. You know, We've both been involved in clinical research for more than 30 years and try to stay on the cutting edge of medical science. We don't get anything for these podcasts. All we try to do is give you the most uh, knowledge we can uh, convey to you. If you like our podcast, please subscribe. Dr. Safti, today I want to continue our talk about COVID. There's a lot of confusion about hand sanitizers with some recent warnings. Could you explain those to us, please?
1: okay yeah bill it's really an important topic um there's now over 70 hand sanitizers that probably should not be used um so let's step back a little bit and say you know there's three main types of alcohol um most people probably aren't aware of that there's isopropyl alcohol which is the rubbing alcohol the and it's the ru- alcohol we used before we're going to draw your blood um It works well for sterilization, high evaporation rate. Um, A lot of people use it for even cleaning electronics because it evaporates very quickly. Cannot be consumed orally, so we use it on the skin. Then there's ethyl alcohol, Um, and a lot of people are aware of that. Um, It's the type that can be consumed. Uh, It does have its own risk, and we can get into discussing the risk of ethyl alcohol or ethanol are some people call it grain alcohol, and it's used in beverages. Um, It's a diluted concentration. So ethyl alcohol. That's
0: that's what whiskey is, right? Ethyl alcohol. Yeah.
1: Brewers and distillers use it and make it, you know, make it from grains or other pieces of plant material which have high sugar content. And the liver usually is able to filter ethyl alcohol from the human body but it can be toxic in the liver and other places, but it can be consumed orally. And then we have methanol,
0: which it is done on weekends in bars all over America. So continuing.
1: Yeah. Then we have methyl alcohol or methanol. Um, people may know that it's an industrial solvent, uh, it's a wood alcohol, and it cannot be used orally. It shouldn't even be used cutaneously on our skin. And formaldehyde forms as a byproduct of degrading methanol. So those are the three types of hand sanitizers that, you know, we're talking about. And unfortunately, um, you know, there's been cases of hand sanitizers being imported into the United States. And I think there's 70 or 75 of them right now. And they have toxic levels of wood alcohol, the methanol and that can cause injury or death. And a lot of these have been imported to Mexico. A lot of them have great sounding names. People should go on the FDA website. A lot of them have been sold at Walmart, Costco, and other national chains. And when absorbed through the skin, it can cause a variety of illnesses. Um, So we want people to wash their hands. We want them to wash their hands for 20 seconds, getting their nails, getting the backs of hands in between fingers. When they can't do that, we want them to use hand sanitizers, but we want them to use hand sanitizers that do not have methanol in it. It's not going to list methanol on the label. So these are contaminants um, that end up being in there. So they're not going to see yeah, on the uh, label.
0: Many people might remember that methanol was contaminated uh, when they used to brew alcohol, especially uh, illicit alcohol, which is still brewed in lots of states, in, including Kentucky. And methanol, that's what uh, frequently leads to blindness in individuals. Um, so it, it's a very serious, uh, uh, serious contaminant of uh, homemade alcohol.
1: Well, you're right, Bill. I mean, how do we get exposed to methanol? One, it shouldn't be there. Two, it's there and not listed. Three, you can inhale it. So breathing emissions from vehicles, paints, paint products, solvents, cleaning products, you can get methanol into your system. You can ingest it, which some kids have done by swallowing it or putting in a beverage uh, with methanol. And skin contact. So what happens, the short-term problems with methanol, as Bill mentioned, or, you know, blindness, but acid in the blood that can lead to death, visual problems that can lead to blindness, neurologic damage, headaches and dizziness, nausea and vomiting, seizures. You can have movement disorders, not Parkinson, but Parkinsonian-like, loss of smell, and you can also get inflammation of your skin. Long-term, you can have seizures, death, a lot of the previous things that I mentioned, but some of the brain damage can be permanent. And especially in child rearing ages, there can be birth defects. So I think it's important, you know, reduce your risk of contact. Look at these, I think it's 75 different products right now, uh, that are listed on the FDA website and, you know, take a good look at those. Um, also remember, there was an interesting study that just got published yesterday. We talked previously about the aerosols. And it's an interesting study where they were able to culture out uh, University of Nebraska. And it's fascinating. It's preprint. It's not been printed yet. Um, they were able to take SARS-CoV-2 micro droplets, these little aerosols, and defined under five microns. Really, really tiny. They can stay in the air for some time that are spread by normal speaking and normal breathing, not just by coughing. And they were able to culture these out. And these agents can travel distances far greater than six feet. So be careful with your hand sanitizers. Let's get masks worn by everybody, more than single ply, two or three ply at least. Um, And be careful and we can conquer this pandemic much easier than we're currently doing.
0: Thank you, Alan. That was a really important message. And, you know, I, I like to use the analogy of a, of a, of a rattlesnake. Uh, you know, uh, I, hike in, I hike in Arizona quite a bit because my grandkids are there. And if I see a rattlesnake when I'm hiking, I, I leave a lot of distance between me and the rattlesnake, you know. <laughs> and uh, I think you should do that the same way. Think of COVID as the same way, because actually, if you develop COVID and you make it to the hospital, uh, and you're bit by a rattlesnake and you make it to the hospital, you're more likely to die from COVID than you are the rattlesnake bite. So it's just think of COVID as a rattlesnake. Let's let's have some fear of this disease because this is a dangerous disease, uh, people. Do you want to add anything, Alan?
1: No, I think that's a great analogy. We see once we put people on ventilators, the vast majority of them are going to die. We're making strides in treatment right now. Our treatment patterns are getting better in the hospital we don't have a good prophylactic treatment to prevent you from getting this other than wmd wash mask and distance and a good mask not a single flimsy little piece of cloth um but be careful mask can not only save those around you but can save yourself also bill and i know that from working in hospitals all these years we mask wear masks not just for our patients but for ourselves um so If I see somebody without a mask, in my opinion, they're being selfish. They're hurting the economy. They're hurting our ability to control this pandemic and potentially even killing people.
0: All right. Uh, Thank you, Alan. If you like this podcast, uh, please subscribe and please tell your friends about it.
1: Thank you, Bill.